I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, my name's Beth Murray. And if you'd like to hear funny people talk about giving birth, then have I got the podcast for you. Poor Richard, he made the <laughs> schoolboy <laughs> error of standing up see the baby while I was on the operating table and I think that's really not recommended. <laughs> you were scarred for life, he was scarred for life. In the latest series of One Torn Every Minute, a whole labour ward of new guests tell me their birth stories in hilarious and graphic detail. Gas and air can suck my... That's One Torn Every Minute, available now on all good podcast platforms. I suppose you wouldn't do it at all, would you, if you really thought about it? <laughs> The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. I'm Mark Ames. And I'm Julia Rayside. And over the next four months, we'll be taking you through the highs and lows of Strictly Come Dancing. All the winners. The losers. The huge name stars and the other ones. The inevitable relationship traumas. The gags. The pitiful gags. The awful, awful gags. The wonderful outfits. The complex structure of bets that could leave you better off by one million pounds. And everything that happens both on and off the dance floor. It's the curse of Strictly. Keep Keep listening, subscribing, telling your friends and dancing. Pauling. It's absolutely awful. Earlier in the year, our fabulous professional podcasters, Julia and Mark, isolated at home before moving into a hotel together and becoming a household. Because of this, they are able to present a group podcast together. We'll explain more about that later in the show. But for now, please welcome the fabulous return of the Curse of Strictly! Welcome to the second series of the Curse of Strictly. She's Julia Rayside. He's Mark Haynes. I think that's his name. I've forgotten. <laughs> and you are you and you are welcome to this show. Strictly is back, Julia. I'm not going to be cynical at all in this next moment, Mark, but I'd like us to have a moment because genuinely, <laughs> I know I'm just being fed all the, you know, the party line and it's, but this is, this is the happiest I've felt in ages and I'm really glad to have them back. I thought the opening was insanely beautiful when they slapped around in the mud on Shoebury Nest Beach. It was beautiful and it just made me feel better. It, it did. I, I liked it very much because for me, it looked like it was some kind of avant-garde piece of theatre commemorating <laughs> the loss of a load of dancers in an Edwardian marine disaster and there was a sense of ghostliness about the whole thing I felt in, yeah. in the opening bit because what you had is you had all of these people dancing in venues where there is no crowd and yeah. it, it reminded me slightly of like the end scene in The Shining when he opens up the ballroom <laughs> and everyone's everyone's there. They're just it's like they're just dancing even though people are long dead. I found it. Really, that it was also sort of... on last night. The Shining was, was on it? TV last night. Maybe they knew. <laughs> I, I loved how cold it looked absolutely brassic that recording and it I mean, certainly it must looked have been. at stages like they'd recorded it at 4 30 in the morning just to make sure <laughs> there was no one around. And I really I really liked that thing. I thought, yeah, suffer. 
That's right. The nation is suffering. Our dancers will suffer too. Yeah, no, for sure. I think so. But even then, in, even in their, uh, those circumstances, they managed to make it look kind of warm and lovely and celebratory. And, um, yeah. and obviously it was hitting us over the head with feel good, feel good. And the song they danced to was everybody's free to feel good. Who sang yeah. that? Was it Rosala? Rosala. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Back in the 90s. A song as well. A good choice in that it was a song that I thought, crikey, I haven't heard this for years. And it's all I've thought about since, you know. I think it's <laughs> yes. also it's also that, that thing of, of, of how cheap pop songs like Everybody's Free. And, and, and I mean that in the nicest possible way. I'm not saying it's... Oh, it was, know, a, it, was just a, it was a big popular hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it really, I found it really sort of eerily resonant about the life that we have lost. Because I've never felt less free, you know, stuck in, in a flat, <laughs> unable to There was go a to heavy a irony. Yeah. I, I mean, there is a part of me that, that says they missed a trick here by not going, the whole thing is going to be outdoors this season. We're just going to have oh, it outside, I'm... freezing. <laughs> you want to see them rain lash. You want to see Karen Hauer. Let's cut to the chase. You want to see Karen Hauer with her costume stuck to her because she's so soggy. I, looking I looking a, like she's close to hypothermia. Maybe in need of a big a... cuddle from Mark. <laughs> I've got a horrifying revelation, Julia. I've slightly gone off oh. her. <gasps> Is it the blonde hair? I find she now looks uncannily similar to the very grumpy chef Monica from MasterChef. Uh, and uh, that, that for me is a deal breaker so I've, uh, I'm going to be transferring my affections as the season oh, goes on have you decided? I, I, look Julia I'm not a shallow man um, I am very much willing <laughs> to see how they perform and how I warm to them through the season uh, at the moment it's Diane okay. uh, very much my backup is the Welsh one Amy Amy, the one who made a really amazing documentary this week about having Crohn's disease did she? She, oh, she's heartbreakingly might... brave, yeah, yeah. Really? Oh, that might be a mm-hmm. bit of a deal breaker for me. I oh, for God's sake. <laughs> By the way, you're going to find out in the course of this podcast episode that Mark is truly a monster. I suspected it, but I didn't know it until he said the thing he said to me before we started recording. But we'll I come know. to that later. Uh, do you know what? Sometimes you do podcasts and you think, well, you know, it's just podcasts. It's all fine and everything. I'm aware Doesn't I have matter. an opinion that, that could see me being cancelled. So uh... <laughs> We're all going to cancel him by the end of this. Don't worry. Good It'll be something news. to do. Good news. Yeah. You know, they, um, before, they, before they actually came back... There were lots of internal discussions in the BBC about how this series could take place. Right, and I bet. I was having a quick look at, I think The Independent did a little roundup of it. And at one point they yep. were talking about saying they might essentially have to do eight weeks of contact-free dancing. So it would have essentially mm. been two months of line dancing that we would have got to see. Um, <laughs> instead, we, we were discussing all kinds of options at our house. We thought maybe that one of them could be a bot with like a Zoom call for its face and you could kind of maybe get the celebrity to dance with a dance bot, but no, Amazingly didn't go Amazingly dystopian. <laughs> Absolutely horrific. Although, you know, probably, I mean, I shouldn't imagine that would have hampered Jackie Smith's chances of not going out in the first week. <laughs> oh dear God, she doesn't look good. I tried to give her the benefit of the doubt, but she looks like an ironing board oh, that's yeah, been shoved. So. <laughs> I, I mean, I think we'll, we'll, we'll have a quick go through all the runners yeah, yeah, and yeah, riders yeah. Uh, in this series. But I mean, yeah, I mean, very much spoiler alert. She is, if you need to listen to this episode when it comes out, because otherwise it's going to be monstrously out of date, because we're still talking about former Home Secretary Jackie Smith being in the show. Oh, no, I know. I think you're right. I regret to say I think you're correct. But no, yes, go on. The conditions under which they're making, obviously, this year, extraordinary. And actually, the lengths they've gone to are quite something. And to bring you that routine and all of the group numbers this series, earlier in the year, our dedicated professional dancers isolated at home before moving into a hotel together and becoming a household. Because of this, they were able to perform their group dances together. We will explain more about that later in the show. And there are some other changes too. Tess and I are two metres apart. 
We have a smaller audience in household groups and socially distanced from each other. Thankfully, Dave Arch is back and his wonderful orchestra and singers are here and able to perform safely too. With my TV hat on, I think everybody is kind of aware of corona now and everybody is aware that television has had to adapt. And I would say that, I mean, probably eight minutes of the entire show was just continually explaining how they'd gone about it. And I just found that Strictly should be that thing of going, it's a celebration, it's just, we, we will take your mind off it. And they continually would come back. I suppose, like, forging off this this sense of all the people writing in to complain, going, why are they touching? You know, oh, why? Oh, man. Yeah, have, yeah, yeah, have you yeah. not heard? You know, and I just... <laughs> what? I think it's, Since I, when? <laughs> it would have been fine to just have a, a, a little bit of the start where you just go, we have taken all the necessary precautions. You don't need to worry about them. They did explain a lot of the machinations. They pre-recorded all the celebrity... Sorry, not the celebrity. All, they pre-recorded all the professional dance numbers mm. ahead of time. They showed you a montage of them doing Christmas and blah, 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 blah. And that's all fine. I yeah. think as long as... And, and obviously they're all sitting far apart. And, every, you know, when Claudia's interviewing people, it's, it, we get it now. Claudia and Tessa Toomey, apart everything understood as long as it's just this episode i think just this episode is saying right this is what you're about to see we've got weeks of this let's just clear this up now nobody mentioned again as long as they don't keep going on about it i know and they really did keep going on about it i mean i think i think there were probably about over the course of the show about 15 20 mentions i I just this sort of invisible group of people that the bbc is terrified of of people just having a go at them because you know i mean i mean thankfully they've you know, these people will be too busy complaining about the same sex dancing this year. So that's, that's good. That's <laughs> Thank God. That's going to draw all the fire. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, it really will. There was a little hint of uh, they, they popped it right in the in the opening dance where they had two male dancers just sort of touching. If you remember last year. We oh, I must have looked time. away. Yeah, yeah, no, because they've done that a couple of times. And I think that's their that's their thing of just going, you know, you, 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 you people who hate this have not won. You will not win. Yes. But I, I look at the bit where that. they explain the social distancing continuously and I go, they've kind of slightly won a little bit those people haven't they because a i'm sitting here ex- explaining having you know hand sanitizing explained to me for the fifth time you know i know but I, like i said i think for the introductory show they lay everything out so that they, they they've belt and braces and eyes and t's and all of that stuff as long as they can now kind of return to some kind of normal flow of the show because when you like you said between those public service announcements you could almost pretend so many people said it on on, in, on sort of the internet the next day to today they, they just said you could almost believe it was just the old days just and it was yeah. it was brilliant in those moments it was brilliant if they can give us more of that and less of the blessed regulations we're, we're going to be on top yeah I, I do like the way they do sort of like very self-consciously say we are we are the nation's tonic here we are you know, you've, you've yes, all been waiting. Yes, they shouldn't ram that home too much. We can decide that ourselves. No, I, I, it's, it's a bad thing to self-review. I was beginning to think, you know, between the constant sort of hand-wringing announcements and the, you know, we are back and, you know, just get on with the show. Please Genuinely, do the show. We want normal. We want to squint. You know, there's that scene in Labyrinth where um, where Sarah's been on this horrible adventure in the Labyrinth and she ends mm. up back in her bedroom. But then she looks out of the window and realises she's in the middle of a big rubbish tip in a fake bedroom. Yes. That's how this felt, this whole show. It's like, it's Strictly, it's Strictly. Don't look at the, don't look at the rubbish tip. Don't look at the rubbish tip. Look I'd at the sparkly lo- thing. I'd love to see Tess Daly carrying the contents of her house on her back uh, just for that metaphor to work. <laughs> um, 
I mean, what is funny is this year there are some things that we're going to miss, which is which is a shame. There's, there's certainly... definitely no Blackpool. No, and there's no, no Halloween. Halloween, obviously, because next okay. week's the first proper week, and they're not going to go straight into you know hilarious fangs and fluffy tails when they haven't really danced before. So. They could all be dressed as uh, nurses and doctors as a tribute. <laughs> Oh, God, if they do that, I am out. <laughs> I, am, I, I might be interested in seeing Karen Howard dressed as a, as a nurse. Um, oh, well, that, a, that, would, that would return her to your favour, would it? I see. Uh, well, not that you're shallow, because we've established that you're not shallow. It's I, not about I've the established exterior. I'm not shallow. I'm saying I need to see it before I make up my mind. I mean, I, mean, I, think, I think it's probably 80% yes, but we, we do need to see to be, to be sure. Um, oh. I, 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 there were all the changes they've made obviously the corona things but they did sort of go through them each but I, I, I love the fact that Dave Archer is behind plexiglass like Hannibal Lecter yes uh, the whole band so they can't because they, they, the band are going to be super spreaders with their spittle if they happen to have it they're in terrible yeah, trouble so. yeah and, and yeah, I thought actually that screen to splash it all back in their faces <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I really thought was a missed opportunity was whenever you could see members of the audience who are a, a small group usually it's friends and family of, of the of production crew who would be sort of, yeah. you know involved in, in that level just for some atmosphere yeah but they all had black masks on and i just yes thought, they were wearing uniform masks yeah for, for strictly why didn't you just go let's get a load of glittery masks you know because i uh, think it's about well it's about you'd you'd have complained mark because then you'd say the masks are too distracting they're picking up the studio lights i want to forget people are wearing masks i reckon they tried every mask they had mm. and the black one was the like the least offensive I, I thought about this for a long time i had visions of them trying like varying skin coloured masks so it just looked like people had no mouths yeah. <laughs> and you'd be distracted by that like there's there's no good did black think, mask I, fine get over I it I wondered if it was a sense of going this is a a, a a show you dress up for so that's what you'd wear if you were wearing oh, sure. black tile you'd have yeah. a black mask because that seems like the most elegant but there, there were moments because of the nature of how it was the, the seating is is graded where yeah. It did look like sort of bad films where a load of billionaires get together to watch gladiators fight. And it was just because you couldn't see any emotional reaction, you know, just no, staring just at them. dead eyes yeah. around, around cabaret seating. Yeah. It was it's a it bit looked, odd. It looked creepy and exclusive. I did think... The you kind know, of club you'd like to join, Mark, surely. Very much so. But all I need is a couple of billion and I am in there. Karen Howe will be fighting to the death with my link class. Um, <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> also sorry julia uh, judge pods very keen on those the, the, the bumper cars <laughs> they look like they were the, the uh, judges in 2000 ad whenever they judge dread is did. sentenced to death that's the amazing sort of vibe they have but, it but was, immediately it was... you want them to kind of hover or somehow move <sighs> around i know they're not allowed to move and that's the whole point but i wanted yeah. them to hover honestly yeah, I, I entirely agree and i think that was a missed opportunity um, yeah for sure to, to oh. develop hovering technology uh, for a brief shot of shirley ballas um she I, I love her she i mean she does come out each time and each time she seems more like the drunkest aunt at a wedding she her little dance moves at the top if you said to anyone do you think this woman yeah. is a professional dancer by showing her those clips? You'd, you'd go, well, of course not. And I love the fact that as the series has have gone on, she's sort of forgotten more dance than we'll ever know. And so she now just oh, sort of sure. looks yeah. like that. There's always a shimmy, isn't there? There's some kind of, if in doubt, yeah. wiggle your shoulders. Yeah, yeah. Yes, very much but so. She doesn't re- have to give us the good stuff. She's there to judge other people. I don't expect her to do the full Revel Hallwood step ball that, change. That is true. Sachet. I- I was yeah. I was very interested to see that her teeth whitening guy clearly hasn't shut for the uh, <laughs> pandemic period. They, oh, nobody is going on woo. there without seeing their colourist. Like Diane's roots were impeccable, the teeth were white. 
Yeah. They don't have access to beauty treatments. It's fine. Oh, I'll tell you one thing I did absolutely love, though. I love the fact that Anton has stopped dyeing his hair. And he has gone grey at the sides. And he looks really, really good. I, I, like I think, a friendly badger. Yeah, exactly like that. Or, or a sort of he look he look he has that look of a sort of gamekeeper who's in really good yeah. shape. And I just I, I, there always is always a thing with Anton where I do find that certainly in the last couple of years he stuck out a little bit as being from a different generation. Agreed. And slightly by that trying thing to cover of, it up almost. Yeah, and by and by covering it up, you're still still sort of well, I passed for twenty five. Mm, I, I like yeah, the fact that work. he's now. He's now, I mean, he must be, what, 60? He's now trying to pass for 48. <laughs> and I think that that is He's probably like the same age as my husband or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's even anywhere near 60. He just has that old world charm of someone that the, you know, as he, as he said mm. again last night, the mums love me. I'm very popular with the mums. And that's yeah. why they keep him. I, I believe he's just also become a dad to twins. Well, so, actually, um, not just. I think he had maybe last season or the season before. So, yes, he's definitely, you. he'll still be in that, as you know, Mark, the sleepless, uh, drained of all energy, wanting to die of tiredness phase, Absolutely. I imagine. I, I, I imagine when they said to him, I'm afraid, you know, to do this season <laughs> of Strictly, you're going to have to move into a hotel for two weeks. <laughs> I bet he was uh, gutted. Oh, how he had to break that to his wife. I have no <laughs> idea. But just to, to, to not shriek with joy. At the idea of yeah. a two-week break. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just don't know what I'm going to do, really. You know. This you, is absolutely you, the worst news possible. Yeah. Are, are you fist-pumping while you're, while you're saying this? <laughs> I, I, I may be. I may be. We got a tiny little dance from Kelvin as well. We did. We did. And I think I saw one of the old pro dancers on Twitter saying... Well, I'm glad he won and everything. He was a great winner, but that was absolutely dreadful. Because I, the guy I, hasn't trained and danced for over no, a year. But I, but I, I really enjoyed it. I love seeing him again. I thought it was really short. I, I, it it was very, like, very short. Yeah, that they could have been, I don't know. And I, clearly I, I, pre-recorded when the celebs maybe were doing their pre-recorded dance numbers. So it was suddenly he was in a costume dancing. Oh, yes, it was obviously an insert. But Yeah, I mean, I can't think that there's been one winner who's come back. And they normally do their dance. They probably do one of the classic ones they did from the, the yeah. series. And, and the whole one, not like an edited highlight, but maybe they couldn't dance together. I got the impression they weren't able gotcha. to. It was a socially yeah. distanced performance, so the, they probably cut one, off he, the choreography. He wasn't going to go into to you know two weeks of isolation just to do. No, I exactly, not for a quick three minute bang dance. And you're out. I, I mean, I, I exactly. thought it. Um, I thought it deeply cheapened his his winning status. To be honest, Julia, <laughs> I think it was a real shame. I, well, it took nothing away from me. Uh, Mark, you're a harsh, you're a harsh man. Well, you know, I'm, I'm very much the Craig Revel Hallwood of this of this podcast. I think I'm. Uh, I, I live in North London, uh, and, uh, and if that I, makes I'm me the old. drunk auntie, I will. I'll take that. I'll absolutely take that. And I'll, I'm shimmying my shoulders as I say that. <laughs> it's actually better than Ballast does it. Well done, thank Julie. you. Yeah, I am That's trained. Really I am trained. When they did say we have got Kelvin Fletcher coming up, I did have a moment where I just went, "Who's that?" I, I mean, it's <laughs> no, you didn't. A lot has happened Kelvin in the and last Oti, year. Kelvin and Oti. If they just said Kelvin and Oti, uh, I'd be well into it. But they're like Kelvin Fletcher. Actually, yeah, I'm not his Kelvin Fletcher. Actually, his surname didn't really make a lot of sense to me. But <laughs> Kelvin is still in there as last year's winner. Absolutely, yeah. Definitely. My mate bought a toaster. We go through celebrities' Amazon purchase histories so you don't have to keep calm and love Dom Jolly novelty keyring yeah, and fridge that. magnets. Yeah, I love that. It's the G spot. <laughs> The good vibrations, guys. Green dot laser sight rifle gun scope. I've bought that quite a lot of times. I think. Right, okay. The sex doctor's guide to keeping it hot. Ah, oh, interesting. Did another child come along nine months later? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of great apps up now, and new ones dropping every Monday. That's my mate bought a toaster from Great Big Al.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Let's, let's meet the contestants. Yeah, oh, um, no, look, so Julia, they... come on, I do say it every year. I sometimes moan yeah. about the lineups and everything. I okay. would not say that this is a vintage lineup. Oh, come on, it's Overall. great. Oh, do you know what? It's I think, absolutely perfect. I think for the first time, ITV's Dancing on Ice has got a better lineup than Strictly. That is literally not true. Literally Dancing not with true. Ice this year. Mylene Class, <laughs> Denise Van Outen, Colin Jackson, bad. Rufus okay. Hound. Rufus Hound's going to be great. Billy Fires and the last two are, are nuts. Rebecca Vardy. That is a <laughs> booking. And I don't care about her. She's a dull woman. I saw her on I'm a, I'm a Jungle Celebrity and she was dull as. <laughs> Atrium oh. Steps is doing their first same circle, uh, same circle, same uh, sex. <laughs> uh, you know I refuse to say the S word. Okay, number one, they're copying Strictly. And number two, yes, that will be very entertaining. But Dancing on Ice is just, you missold every year a dance mm. show. None of that. They're all waddling on ice. They can't, they're all terrified of falling over. Two it of is... them maybe make it to gliding status. It's so frustrating <sighs> to watch. Oh, it's a, I can't bear it's it. It's a garbage show. It's a garbage show. It is the show. out of control, wild child, slutty younger sister of Strictly Come Dancing, <laughs> who is a beautiful debutante. But I think that that is a better lineup. I think that you'd look at this lineup and the the reality is everyone is is fine. But what they're missing is they're missing any surprises and they're missing anyone that you go. That's a really clever bit of left field booking. It's quite straight this year, where everybody in it seems like ten years ago they would have been the filler rather than. The main I event. just I just think they wanted. A nice, agreeable lineup. The one thing, okay, we don't know. Obviously, people can be terrible assholes, but away from the cameras. Mm. But it appears to me this lineup is everyone feels toilet at the moment. So let's just get as as nice a lineup as we can. A nice bunch of people. That NFL player, we'll talk about him in a minute. He, mm. I've never heard of him. He seems lovely. I want to be his friend. Oh, Bill, yeah, I mean. Bill, Bill Bailey is the signing of the season for me. I am so excited about Completely. him. Completely. I agree um, with that. I agree with that. I, I think I think they seem like a nice bunch. I'm not sure about Caroline Quentin. She seems nice, but she could be one of those ones that's got a bit of a sting in the tail. I don't know. I think with Caroline Quentin, what she has is she actually has a voice that's quite hard. And when she speaks, you yeah. just you have an animal reaction to it where you go... She sounds a bit hard and a bit cold a, and everything. A bit and tense, I, yeah. yeah. But she's and I think just actually, nervous. She's, I know it's just unfortunate, you know, because yeah. it, I think she probably is absolutely delightful. No, and it's really exciting that she's got a bit of a ballet background as well. They used that as a plot line in Jonathan Creek. 
Her character Good goes though. back to her old ballet school. I didn't realise it was stolen from her life. No, Amazing. well, I mean, she she first started out in the West End and she is in the original ah. cast of Les Miserables. So if you buy the oh, amazing. original London cast of Les Mis, she shouts out one of the sort of famous lines shouted by the whore in the uh, the sort of drinking no song. Way. The Nadier's song, I think it is. I might have got the names entirely wrong. I didn't check it, should have done. Yeah, <laughs> pretend not to like musicals, Mark. Go ahead. <laughs> we believe you. <laughs> I love Les Mis and no other musicals. Um, the, uh, but I did, I did look at it. It made me sort of, because you know I like the sort of, you know, stats. I like to treat this like a proper sport. And I did look at the, uh, at the lineup from 10 years ago. And I think there mm. is a big shift in how the programme was done. So this is series 18. And if we look at series 8, the lineup there was Goldie, the rapper, good left okay. field booking. Funny. Yeah, that is. that is, And he did that conducting show as well. He was really good on that. Paul Daniels. You mm. had Peter Shilton, the England goalkeeper. Felicity Boring. Kendall. Patsy okay, that's Kenzie, good. Anne mm, Whittacombe. Matt Baker and Boo. Cora Toynton. Who I'm not booing. <laughs> I'm not booing Matt Baker, by the way. I'm booing the woman who doesn't like gay people. Okay, cool. Why the hell did she go on Strictly? What the fuck oh, did? I know, I know. It's a, it's always one of those things. I think they should have said is with Anne Widdicombe is they should have done the dance and they should go Anne, you danced your heart out. You repeatedly voted against abortion and the right for <laughs> yes. women to choose. Judges, what are your scores? <laughs> um, before we get to Craig, before we get to Bruno, Anne also thinks that homosexuality is wrong. wrong. Bruno, your score. Yeah. <laughs> and you shouldn't have equal rights under the law. So. <laughs> the, the, the problem I find with the booking is, is it seems very straight. Someone like Ranveer Singh, who is the political editor on GMTV. Well, that's just was... a, the latest woman from GMTV, and that's that's an understandable booking. I agree. I agree with that. But what they've had previously, I just is... called it GMTV. Jesus, that makes me so. <laughs> the the, Sorry, the people they've had from GMB before have been the bigger stars. So you know, you've well, you've they've had gone your... through them all now. <laughs> yeah, and that's the problem. I think you do get that sense of going. Well, we've always had a good relationship with GMB, and we've got Susanna Reid was so you know so brilliant. And they've slightly gone, who else is there? And it feels yeah, to me a sure. little bit, we need to reset this a little bit and start going, that thinking outside the box like they did with Goldie, for example. I think they okay. need to sort of go, who can we do? I, I know, from a passing point a of harder. view, I understand what you're saying, but also I think the, the, thing, the thinking was for all reality shows happening this autumn, during lockdown, everyone assumed the pick would be much wider. You'd have much more uh, choice because yeah. Panto's off, um, you know, jobs have all been cancelled. Comedians are all just sitting on their hands for a year. Um, there's, they're going to have a lot of choice. But then you have to bring it back down to who is willing to live alone and not see their families from now till Christmas. Now, that's a big ask, which I imagine yeah. shrunk the pool again significantly. It's either single people, people who don't have tiny children, you know, people. They're, they're going to be, I guess, limited in who will agree to sign up for what is a much more immersive experience this year. It's a punch-drunk yeah. theatre production that lasts Christmas. <laughs> that's, that's a big ask, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I like the bits where they showed you the hotel that they're all in, which is... Oh, um, yeah, me it, too. It, it's the Edgewareberry Hotel. I've been to, I've been to a wedding Oh, you know before. it? Oh. Yeah. Um, I just hope that the little Texaco That was you garage... in the bushes with your... Uh, <laughs> with your I hope that, that little Texaco garage managed to get a, an order for at least 100 boxes of condoms in because there is going to be... Putting the Strictly Professionals in, in a place together for two weeks, my God. I know, God. all those sexy bodies... Goodness me. Away that, from that, their partners. Edgewareberry Hotel, we're going to have to order 30 new beds. 
Probably they were going to have to do a deep clean anyway. But, uh... <laughs> 15 new sinks. Annoyingly, three <laughs> chandeliers. Good Lord. These bendy, flexible, <laughs> athletic people. It must be a sight. Who you, who you dream about at night, you dirty boy. Uh, right half then. the time during the day as well, Julia. <laughs> Let's meet the contestants. Da, 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 da. Sorry, I'm not going to sing. Um, so we started <laughs> with Caroline Quentin, who met her Ooh. dance partner at the Globe. Are we going to now talk about the couplings? We should really, shouldn't we? Yeah, definitely. Defo, I yeah. am dead jealous. I think she got the best one. She got Johannes or Johannes. Yes. Who is fabulous. Um, just, he's, he's basically just an animated, lovely, um, giving sort of a character. Um, and he's, I don't know what he's like off camera, but he just seems like a totally lovely pop it and oh, i want completely. to dance with him above even above all the other delicious men who can throw I, I, you out I just get the he feeling just great if i could just like have a good hour with him he could be my friend for the rest <laughs> of my life and that would be a wonderful soul enriching experience i um, think so I, I did like the fact that when, when he came out there was quite a lot of this where i almost feel like the production team hadn't said well it, it's coming down to you know these three names so when the people came in i mean Everybody did this in their videos. They didn't immediately say the name of their professional. So Caroline Quentin, she just went, oh, I'm so glad it's you. You're the one I wanted. Um, (laughs) She said, "Uh, it's it's you. And I've got you. And I just thought, oh, God, she doesn't remember. He's called Johannes. A little bit later, she said, I'm beside myself with joy. And I was like, no, not joy. Johannes, get it right. (laughs) But I did sort of see the slight panic in her eyes You don't say the person's name when you meet someone. I don't say, hello, Mark. Good to see you, Mark. Let's do a podcast together mark you don't do that that's like a soap opera or something in real life you like? just go oh my god i'm so what you, you know who you're like you're like caroline quentin you know, it, make, it makes me sick i loved her phrase where she was she was talking about being nervous and she said i'm always quite vomity which i thought was a lovely yes, lovely phrase extreme what just like puking down herself at the minute she gets a bit scared that doesn't yeah. sound good and how good was johannes when she was like you know i'm just i really want him to you know, really sort of take me through this. And he just sort of said, darling, I'm going to flip her up and down and <laughs> side to side. I just, <laughs> I, I, I adore him. I think he's so excited. Me and too. I bet she was relieved that she hadn't been put in the position of you're the lady who is over 32. So you, so you get Anton automatic. Anton. Yeah. yeah. Because she's got some dance training. Not that they wouldn't give Anton someone good. They seem to go back and forth with him every series, depending on mm. maybe how, whether he has displeased them or not. I don't know how that thing works. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it was nice to see that it wasn't an instant oh age group, age group bosh. Um, and obviously she's got some ballet training. She's kind of the Debbie McGee, I guess, this year. If we're going to give her a label. Yep. Yeah, she's I think, I think... got this West End training, this background of dance, uh, obviously not known for that and known for sort of not being the, a dancer's physique or anything, but she has the moves, so she could be really interesting. Completely, yeah. I think, you know, again, you, you mentioned about the, 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 the sense of then taking her more seriously. It's always slightly annoying when it cuts back to Shirley Ballas, and Shirley Ballas has that thing of wanting to always yeah. have solidarity with women who aren't 32. And so... Yeah immediately they're reframing Caroline Quentin rather than sort of going, she has a great background. She could, I mean, I'm so excited to see what these two are doing together. You know, but Ballas will sort of just go, you know, like me, she is representing women in a certain age group. Well worth saying, everyone represents people in a certain age group if they're that age, you know. I know. And I, I just look at it and sort of go, stop banging on about her age. 
Just, I think just... that's quite a clever thing for the audience, though, because someone, we always come back to, you know, the, the Earth Strictly viewer, my mum, that someone at home watching will go, yeah, that's right, we can do this too. Because all as women, all we see on TV is young, sexy, thin zygotes. It's nice to, so I, I can understand it's a bit of a broken record with Shirley, but mm. it's kind of a clever nod to the audience as well. She's not daft. No, that is true. I, I mean, I, look, I, I, I think that they will do well. I mean, it, it wouldn't 100% surprise me if she turns out to be so much better than anyone is expecting. The muscle memory of being, you know, in the West End for, what, six years, seven years, in the 80s, yeah. when it was full on, you know, when it was all Pineapple Studios and Louis <laughs> Spence, you know, battering you if you if you let him down. I think... Uh, She's going to have the discipline. She's going to absolutely have the discipline to train, train, train. And, you know, no yeah. one's got anything else uh, to do and they've got to isolate, I, so... I think as well, you know, she's got something to prove. There was yeah. there was a little little bit in the opening when, when she, she described herself and, you know, she was an actor, uh, writer and presenter. And sometimes when you add writer and presenter onto stuff, it always sounds a little bit like you're... I, you know, the acting is, you know, I can't just say that. I've, I'm also a presenter. Never mention you're a presenter because anyone nah. can do it. You know, yeah. anyone can do celebrities it Celebrities all get that string to their bow now because, you know, presenters, they can't be experts anymore. They've got to be celebrities. Yeah. If I was so an actor, I would that. never, ever say I'm a presenter. I, a, I also do this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an actor and I, I also injure animals. You know, it's just like, leave, leave that off. It's, it, just, it doesn't make me think more of you. So, look, I've got my fingers crossed for her. I, I hope she's going to be an unbelievable dark horse. And it would be yeah, thrilling so. if, if they could find someone who was able to do this to a level where we do forget about the fact and everyone stops going on about, you may be grey, but you're gold. You know, it would be I lovely know, yeah, to, just, absolutely. to just go, oh, she came out here again. And do you know what she did? She smashed it. You're, you're, you're basically wanting her to debut McGee this. And, you know, fingers crossed mm. she can. Uh, we have Team Alpho. Uh, that oh. was young people love to be in teams. Composite they? words. They love Brexit. Yeah, they, they, they love that. <laughs> Clara Ampho from Radio yeah. One, who's got some legs. Like she, they, her, yeah. she did that thing. They, they, there were all those gifts posted on Twitter this week from the Strictly account, um, where they showed you the the celebrities kind of humbling in in their humble street clothes and then mm. snapping their fingers or whatever and turning into Strictly stars. And she, I don't know, I can't remember what she's wearing in her pre shot, but her after shot where she's in that incredible gold dress and suddenly yeah. it's like hello legs and oh, she just yes. looks like a dancer um really I, really, I got quite excited by her physicality is that a thing i think it is so she's dancing with ali ash and again i was i actually i you know i tried to name the, 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 the celebrity's partner before it was revealed i was hoping for ali ash for her i think they're going to be brilliant it, it's really a slight good. nod isn't it as well that they that they <clears throat> that she's obviously when they've seen her do a little bit of rehearsing they've gone she's she's got something here because yeah, you don't get Aliash if you're a bit pants. No, no, you don't want Aliash going out in week two. Oh, so no. I think, you know, she again, you know, one to one to watch, I think. I she think said so. when she met Aliash, she just went, Oh, his energy is the thing I immediately connect to. And I just that's yeah. such a radio one thing, isn't it? You've got <laughs> yes, no, of course. You've got nothing to say. You sort of just go, you know, no one says anymore. You know what? He seems really nice. They have to go. He has an amazing energy that I just instantly connected with, and uh, now we're a team. We're team. Oh, young people and their energy. Young people. What's Why it like to have energy at all? I don't remember. <laughs> Why can't they just say, "All right, yeah, he's okay, nice one." <laughs> have you got he's a team fit. name? He's yeah. a good dancer. I like him. <laughs> have you got a team name? What? Why? We're not on the Apprentice. 
That's the problem. They all watch The Apprentice, these young people. They do, unfortunately. I need to know what they really do. That's all they do. Uh, they don't go clubbing anymore. They watch The Apprentice. I, I was reminded by Facebook Memories this week that I was once interviewed by Le Monde, a journalist from Le Monde, because I used to do a live, live blog about The Apprentice. I'm wasting my life. And, uh, and he wanted to do, do an interview about The Apprentice because they're fascinated by it in France. Well, they were, certainly. They did a huge spread on it, the history of the show. Obviously, it spawned like horrendous, you know, people now who end up going on to lead the Western world. Um, yeah. But um, at one point, I, I just made a note of it. Uh, this is a few years ago now in the interview. He described it as psychological violence. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> The French's take on, on The Apprentice. Um, just absolutely beautiful. So I thought the next pair, I th- yeah, so Clara and oh, Ali. Sorry, Julia, one last thing. Uh, Tess's intro to this. Yeah, now it's worth saying, I mean, The Independent described the links this morning in their little review of, of last night's thing. Oh, they yeah. described Tess Daly's links as toe-curlingly awful. Now they are. Oh, you know, I don't know. They, they were more talking about the puns, the content of the links. Not really anything to do with, with Tess, but the content of the links is pretty I don't bad. notice them anymore, you know. I just don't notice them. Well, I, I mean, but that—that—that's that, like that's how fascists get into power, do you? You have to keep, keep alert. You're right. She's got she's got a look of Eva Braun about her. You're right. There's something not here. Right. She is. She's ready to go. It's Radio One. Clara Amfo. She oh, did. God, that's that is rhyming bad. links. Are we doing rhyming links now? Test Annie's presenting. She's not a good one. Her delivery's bad, and her style is wooden. Test. <laughs> <laughs> Me. I think it's so, I think this is a clever, orchestrated plan to be as nostalgic and comforting as possible mm. to make yeah. everyone feel safe and suck their thumbs. And for me, it it worked. I didn't even notice how much they were patronising me. It, it did remind me of how angry I used to get before everything changed. <laughs> I've been I've been very mellow and accepting of stuff. It's lovely. It's lovely to have the red mist back. So next, this is the most (laughs) underwhelming reaction I thought of all of them. Maybe she's just like quite a low key girl. So, but Ranveer from GMB. Uh, got paired with Giovanni. Giovanni! In the, in the Chilterns. She was walking her dog in the Chilterns and he jumped out of a hedge and she just went, yeah. oh, that's nice. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> really it? there. She didn't I, seem either pleased or not pleased. She kind of warmed no. up after that. But... And, and look, I'm going to make a, a very sweeping um, uh, statement about entire cultures, which is very oh, lazy. But I, I believe that there are two types of Italian men, right? There's the ones who okay. lie constantly and the ones who cannot lie to save their lives. And Giovanni <laughs> is a man who cannot lie to save his life. Okay. I'm, I'm so, uh, so happy, he yeah, said. Yeah, I think he wanted uh, one of the young firecrackers. Yes, there was very much a sense that both of them were a bit... I wonder if Ranveer Singh was cl- slightly hoping to get Anton so that you were sort of like, oh, it's not going to be too hard and I'll be popular and we can have Kind fun. of like a Katie Derren style pairing. That wouldn't yes. work. Yeah, yeah. yeah and sure. I think she looked at him and thought, oh, God, <clears> this <throat> is going to be hard work. And he looked at her going, oh, God, this is going to be hard work. And oh, I felt yeah, that... they didn't seem delighted. No, no, not at all. And and I felt no. for him because he must have had to travel a long way to go and do that little bit of filming. I, by the way, I liked... <laughs> all the way it, to the Chilterns. <laughs> yeah, I liked the actual way it was done. And obviously this was a COVID thing. But rather than have them come down the stairs and have to do that big hug, everyone trying yeah. to out-hug the other and out... Which sort of actually like I find thrill. quite... It makes my teeth hurt, that one. Because it's mm, just... Yeah. You know what, they're, up, they're upping the joy. And it's just... Very it exponentially so. can't continue. It's horrible. No. And, and yet somehow it does. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah. <laughs> I like this really nice sort of thing of just sort of going... They all the VTs burst worked, out of yeah. bushes. 
<laughs> it's the only time you see people on television burst out of bushes and it isn't the opening of a new Sharan Jones drama. <laughs> Where she gets put in a bag and kidnapped. Um, they Obviously, after they do their VT meeting in sort of a nice location, always outdoors, obviously, um, they mm. then get to do a little um, at-table interview with Claudia far away, which again yeah. just is a little reminder that they're not allowed to go near each other because they're mm. all full of disease. Um, but they did, this was the first, they only did this with some of the couples, but some of the couples were then allowed to reveal what their first dance would be into what. And they yeah. revealed, not that, you know, they could have, I, I'd like to hear what Clara is doing, for example. Ranveer is going to do a Paso in her mm. first week to mm. Beyonce. Yeah. That, I mean, that... that's quite a big up-ramp, isn't it? Into... <sighs> it's, it, do you know what? It also Pretty. seems a little bit of a, a waste of Beyonce there to chuck that in the first week. I was you know going to say, I mean? it's a bit big. It's going too big too soon, isn't it? Keep your powder dry. Build up. It doesn't fill me with confidence, that pairing, I must admit. Only because I've seen how rattled the two of them were. Well, yes, exactly. Maybe if the confidence comes with them when they start rehearsing, that'll be a a different uh, thing. Hopefully. I mean, they they did look a bit more comfortable in the studio than they did, well, obviously, when they just met each other in a field. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. So, fingers crossed. But yes, that's quite quite a thing to chuck a political editor into. um, And yeah, Beyonce, yowzers. Next, it's the man with no vowels in his name. Yes. Because he decided that when he was 17 and he stuck to it. I'm not sure if I admire him or think he's absolutely silly. 17, Julia. It's the, if he just said, I did this when now, I was... He? No, I don't, no. I, no he's, he, he's, somehow he's gone back in time. He was saying, <laughs> he has, he's much younger now. <laughs> he said, oh, I've, been, I've been singing all my life. And I was like, what, nine years? You know? yes, yes. <laughs> he's he's um, very slight, isn't he? He's a very... He's a, very yeah. he's a slip of a boy, he really is. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean look, let's, let's not be around the bush. I don't think he's human. I think he's either from a lab... <laughs> Or I think he is... He's basically the character that Jude Law plays in AI, the Stanley Kubrick film, where he's a sort of, <laughs> sort of sex robot gigolo. Um, and this is, how, like, how... <laughs> this is like one that they've, they've, they've sort of had to reject because they've put the, the Barra Boy voice chip in it by mistake and it's been returned. <laughs> how shocked were you when mm. he met his dance partner in Wembley Stadium and he said... Oh. I remember the first time I played Wembley. <laughs> I know. Who I, are you? <laughs> also, he mentions, I mean, you know, it's like special for me because it's like my, this that was my first gig. Your first what? gig was at Wembley Arena. I and mean, didn't he mean Wembley Arena? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I know, I know the world is, is very different from when it was good when I was younger. But the, 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 the whole idea that you're like, you know, I had my first gig at Wembley Arena and that's why it's special to me. That's a it's nonsense. Like, you, you, what, you, you should have been at the Water Rats in front of two people. and that. But I mean... The Working what, what, Men's Club. What please. a monster he's going to, you know, you, where can you go from there? I mean, um, it's not right. He's had 1.5 billion streams collectively, whatever that oh, means. Oh, so, so um, he's, he's probably made, what, in the region of three to four hundred pounds? That's three to Four pounds, yeah. <laughs> anyway, he got Jeanette mostly because, and I kind of feel a bit sorry for her, maybe he'll be good, but um, mostly because she's teeny tiny and yeah. he's only eight, so he's not going to be able to lift up a full-grown woman uh, in any of the lifts. So uh, obviously that's going to be a choreographical challenge for Jeanette. She's so great. I just, I hope he's good. I, I think sometimes they give her almost as well when they get a young man who is a bit sure of himself. Wet behind the bit, ears? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but also a bit sort of testosterone And I think there's... There's sort of a sense that, you know, you, 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 you give them, if you like, someone like Diane and they might get a bit sort of silly. 
And she comes in with that very, even though to me she is unbelievably glamorous and young. Oh, she so sort of they, they put her with those younger men. I think sometimes to sort of go, she is essentially like matron, sexy. Yeah, matron. she'll take them in hand for sure. Absolutely, exactly yeah, that. Yeah. You know, she is not going to be interested in your silly little boy infatuation. She is just there no. to make you work. And I think because look, I look at her husband. Like, like forget it. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it really is. It really is humiliating. Um, but the, uh, the, the the weird thing about it is when they were doing the dance at the end, he actually seemed really good. I he was think... pretty limber and springy, wasn't he? As you'd expect yes, for someone made of rubber who hadn't yet slid yeah. into his solid adult form. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't, hasn't got the hardened carapace that the rest of us bear. Um, He's still growing. His bones are still soft. Yeah, he also he, yeah, he used the, the he kept on using the line. My hoops don't lie. And that felt very oh, much like... a couple like, of them said that, yeah. Yeah, and Bill Bailey started using it as well. And it was just an odd thing where it just seemed like, oh God, this is a producer, isn't it? Who sort of said... He, because mm. I don't think I don't think Harvey is old enough really to remember My Hips Don't Lie. He probably wasn't born when that song came out. No, it would have oh, been like us God. being on Strictly in, in like 1985 and continually sort of going, um, you know, well... I'm you a know, believer. As, as, <laughs> yeah, as Ted Ray used to put it, you can't have workers' playtime. You know, it just. It's I don't even know what you're saying. Mark. I actually, I actually mixed up two things there. I hadn't thought about that until I said it. So it was, it was largely garbage. There was a part of me that I just. He is. Look, he's a young man. He's got all those millions of streams. He is yep. a pop star. His first gig was at Wembley Arena. I did slightly feel that he was a quite bad combination of both very full of himself and deeply over casual with adults. <laughs> yeah, like, like he knows how, to, he's probably an only child because he knows how to talk to adults. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah I, I know what you mean, but I think I think we'll warm to him. Joe Sugg was a bit of a blank for me on his first couple of weeks and I uh, yeah. grew to quite like him. <laughs> oh, he, well, he seemed very sort of humble and I, I, would, I wouldn't say wouldn't say that's a, a cross that Harvey is bearing at the moment. No. Or, or, or Brung. Yeah, we're not we're not gonna do that joke anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not. 